The mainstream media continues to cover Gaza in a very, well, most of the mainstream media, that is, to cover Gaza in a very biased manner. They almost treat the Palestinians as afterthought, just like they treated Panamanians after the invasion by the United States that killed thousands of Panamanians to get one person. Same kind of event we're seeing uh, that Israel is doing that in Gaza. It's horrendous that Hamas is a terrible organization or terrorist organizations that kill many Israelis, 1,200 Israelis. But so far now, we have a 10 to 1 rate of killing. Let me tell you, a dead person is a dead person is a dead person. Who should, how can we not look at Netanyahu now and put him in any other category other than the same category as Hamas, given the amount of destruction, murder, and death and uh, that's occurring right now in Gaza? Look at Gaza, look at Haifa, look at Tel Aviv, look at Jerusalem. Oh, where, who is actually doing damage again? We should remember that. But anyhow, Gaza is not the whole story. And here we have today now an Israeli lawyer, an Israeli lawyer who is revealing a story occurring in the West Bank where settlers are just methodically killing Palestinians and throwing them off of their lands, lands that they've owned for decades. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. Issue, though, that hasn't been covered as much since the war began, and that is the significant increase in Israeli settler violence and threats against Palestinians in the occupied West Bank. A short time ago, I spoke with Israeli human rights lawyer Michael Sfard about what is happening there on the ground in the West Bank. I want to start with what is happening in the West Bank, obviously. We have seen settler violence there against Palestinians in the occupied West Bank skyrocketing. Uh, it has been going on for decades, but since October 7th, uh, it has escalated to record levels. Uh, according to B'Tselem, the Israeli human rights organization, uh, at least seven Palestinians now have been killed by Israeli settlers since the war in Gaza. Another 100 Palestinians have been killed by Israeli forces over the same period, according to the United Nations. What is happening right now in the West Bank as you see it? Well, thank you for having me on the show and thank you for reporting this uh, during the fog of war and uh, while the international um, community is focused on Gaza and also so the Israeli public, of course, on the atrocities that uh, uh, the Hamas has committed uh, uh, on October 7th. The settlers, and with uh, a lot of aid from the Israeli army, are exploiting that time, exploiting the fact that everything is eclipsed by the happenings in Gaza. Um, and uh, um, the number of uh, violent events that they are targeting small communities, mainly small uh, remote hamlets of either Bedouins or herding communities in uh, such areas that are not very densely populated, like the Jordan Valley and South Mount Hebron. And they do stuff that they have wanted to do for years, and that is to cleanse um, the, these areas from Palestinians, grab their lands, and they do it by coercive measures, by enormous violence that is repeated night after night until people um, are leaving their homes. Um, the Israeli human rights organization, Yeshdin, which I serve as their legal uh, counsel, uh, has uh, um, documented more than 170 different violent, violent events by settlers against uh, Palestinian communities, Palestinian families from October 7th. That's, that's 
not all of the events there are. That's only the ones that have been reported to each day. But that's a lot. And the number and the severity are just skyrocketing. And as you said, B'Tselem has also reported and documented that over 15 different communities have either entirely or partially been uh, uh, transferred, have been coerced to leave their uh, their lands where they inhabit for decades, and uh, settlers have, have been taking over their lands. This is absolutely uh, uh, horrifying. Is this something that, based on your experience and your uh, career as working on this and with other human rights organizations, is this something that is a new phenomena, or is this a continuation of a decades-old policy that seems to now be accelerated because the world's attention, uh, Israel's attention, uh, human rights organizations' attention is focused on Gaza? It's absolutely a continuation of a policy, accelerating uh, uh uh, the same trend that we've seen in the last uh, at least two decades. By the way, every time there were there was a, a, an assault on Gaza, and in recent years we had several of them. Every time, while the assault is ongoing on Gaza, the settlers in the West Bank are doing the same. But this time, and from the three decades that I have been following these issues very intensively and very intimately, uh, I've never seen anything uh, uh, like that. This is now uh, becomes a strategic issue with uh, uh, Israeli forces not only, some, sometimes standing idly by, but sometimes even helping the settlers. This is the the kind of testimonies we get from the ground. So, and this is all part of a big plan that is based on a, on a, on a Jewish supremacy ideology. Look, I'm a, I'm an Israeli and I'm Jewish. And I'm pretty much ashamed to say that, but things. Uh, but the truth has to be told. This is not just a, a quarrel over territory. It's about a very racist ideology, uh, and with uh, with a, a goal in mind of having uh, uh, official, uh, you know, legally supported Jewish supremacy regime between the Jordan River and the sea. Let me ask you, do you see it from, again, your area of expertise and, and all of your years of working in this field, do you see what is happening in Gaza and in the West Bank, two different sides of the same coin of what you just described? You used the word uh, cleansing of Palestinians in the West Bank, and you're talking about establishing Jewish supremacy from the river to the sea. Do you see this the same fight in different ways? It is one conflict. The Israeli-Palestinian conflict has been uh, uh, with us for more than 100 years, and uh, this is all uh, different fronts of the same conflict. And there are people who see those two, uh, all, all of the land as one uh, 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 as one category, and all Palestinians as one. I would be, though, um, hesitant to say that this is exactly the same, because when it comes to Gaza, there was... Uh, an, a, an attack, a vicious attack, where uh, hundreds of Israelis were butchered and more than 240 were kidnapped, uh, children and women. So I think uh, it is different there. The people in the West Bank, unprovoked, have been are being attacked. They're being attacked by Israeli civilians, mainly, uh, also by the army. Uh, but I think it's 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 uh, it's not really the same. But it it is all part of the same conflict. And the fact that we're not, you know, wise enough, generous enough to find uh, uh, a long-lasting solution that would provide for uh, civil rights uh, to be materialized for all the residents of this land between the Jordan R River and the sea, it creates all different kinds 
of uh, of, uh, of atrocities, uh, uh, and uh, I can only hope that yeah. uh, uh, things will change after this war is over. Michael, let me ask you really quickly: with this violence that is happening in the West Bank, where do you see the situation heading right now? What does it tell us about what is on the horizon? You think? I think if if, if we don't. Uh, take a grip of ourselves and uh, with the aid of friends from around the world that would put pressure on the Israeli government uh, to do something about this phenomenon that is just on a on a, on a horrifying scale, uh, we will see uh, uh, thousands of, uh, of Palestinians already, uh, uh, the, the people that have been displaced in the West Bank, it reaches more than a thousand, third of them children. So uh, these people have nowhere to go. They are uh, uh, the weakest of the of the weakest uh, uh, communities uh, between the Jordan River and the sea. They are mainly herding communities and Bedouins living in uh, in uh, tents and uh, and light uh, buildings. Um, and if uh, if nothing stops the settlers, as as I know how these things happen, if no one stops them, it will only escalate. Mm. Uh, uh, the settlers, when they see that they can get away with these kind of things, the the, the extreme. Uh, segments of the settler community, they will only uh, escalate and they will uh, uh, find it as a tailwind for their uh, uh, crimes. Uh, Michael Safard, I appreciate you taking time and speaking to us this evening. Thank you so much. America, we cannot look at world events one-sidedly. We have to look at it in the totality. As Obama had said, nobody's hands are clean. And that includes the United States of America in the formation and, and Great Britain in the formation of, uh, of Israel proper, uh, in the formation of the United States proper, in the formation of all the, look, nobody's hands are clean. What we must do, however, is atone and also tell the truth so that we don't demonize any particular group because, just because. Again, there is a lot that we ought to know about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict that our own media didn't allow ourselves to know. And it, there is a lot to the demonization that we have done on people we shouldn't and give praise to those who don't deserve it. Netanyahu deserves no praise. Netanyahu is, inv is inflicting a terrorist act on Gaza right now. A, a, that's not an anti-Semitic statement. That is a statement of fact. The statement of fact is Hamas is a terrorist organization that killed 1,200 uh, Israelis and, do, and, does, and, and they launch rockets into Israel that sometimes get through the dome and cause a few bits of damage, but not a mass amount of killing, not a mass amount of damage. Israel, on the other hand, has gone into Gaza with massive amount of bombs, both locally made by Israel and provided by the United States of America, and have carpet bombed. The, I'm, I'm speaking figuratively, but the damage is that of what seems to be carpet bombed into Gaza where there are now there is now at least a 10 to 1 ratio of dead people, dead children, dead women, dead adults. If we want to be honest and if we want to look the world to look at us as truly being the arbiters of peace, yes, we should be telling these folks to cease fire, but not only cease fire, but to get the hell out of Gaza 
and to make sure that those people that not only get out of Gaza, but all the damage done by Israeli and American bombs should all be cleaned up by those who drop those bombs. You don't bomb the place and then you leave it and say, okay, guys, survive as good as, as best you can after you've inflicted all that damage and carnage on someone else. Honesty, integrity, morality is what it's all about. I repeat, honesty, integrity, morality, and most importantly, humanity. And that's definitely what, not what we're seeing from uh, Netanyahu. It's not what we're seeing from the idea. People, your eyes are not deceiving you. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.